Nut Nerd Podcast, Episode 153, Tetris Flow. Welcome to the Nut Nerd Podcast. I am Nate Heath, and we are here to help you tech better. Here with me, as always, Mr. Dave Baylor. Live to tape from... Tualatin, Oregon. Yes, we are. We are here. It's been a couple off, not off weeks, a couple great episodes previously, the Apple event, and yeah. then the uh, Mr. Tyler Eaton joined us last yes. week. So we're getting back a little more to normal this week. For the first and last time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would be remiss not to mention the mm-hmm. fact that we lost a uh, the creator of superheroes, Mr. Stan Lee, yesterday at 95 years old. Yeah, the, the, and the people who were surprised, it's like, dude, he's like 95 years old. Yeah. And it's almost like the Abe Bogota website, is he still alive yet.com or whatever, is Abe, de- Abe dead? It's kind of like, is Stan Lee still going? Because he's yeah. had a lot of medical issues. There was some, uh, I think, some senior abuse uh, things oh, going wow. on with someone kind of handling him and keeping him away from his family and, you know, all, all in the name of stealing money from people. Yes. You know, I just hate that type of stuff. Enough of that. Back to the matter at hand. The guy who gave us all the great superheroes, he gave yeah. us the Incredible Hulk. He gave us uh, Tony Stark, <sighs> the Iron Man, Spider-Man. Who can forget Spider-Man? And many, 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 many yes. more. And with the current resurgence of comic book heroes all them i mean we get what 20 25 movies a year now with the superheroes <laughs> 30 or 40 and, yeah um and all his cameos that he made in in his movies i forget which one we watched recently and i and, hope that in the new avengers movie that's coming out that they've already shot his cameo that would be great oh, if he'd be in that yes or they could they'll just cgi him that's probably part of his Contract. will <laughs> yeah is that they will cgi him into much like his superheroes are mostly cgi but well they could just turn him into a superhero yeah you know what i mean yeah that's true just stan lee just he's a digital oh. superhero he was he was sucked into a computer and got 3d printed and now he's a superhero I like it. Well, yes, uh, nerds are mourning his loss. He uh, did a lot for nerd culture and obviously comic books and then uh, superheroes in general. Let's move on to some follow-up. I didn't think we'd ever talk about Pokemon Go again, but it made $73 million in October, up 67% from last year. There are a lot of nerds that still play and are very serious about Pokemon Go. And it's a free app. Yeah. It's free to play. So what pe- are they buying? Berries? Little I don't know. Little I, cages? I think you can buy golden Pokemans, Pokeballs, and all kinds of stuff. But a couple of the podcast guys that we listen to, Leo Laporte and Renee Ritchie, they often will get sidetracked and start talking about Pokemon Go and all the little special things. So I think uh, they're Poke Pokemon spheres. Is what they're buying. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So people are spending a lot of money on it. It's no Fortnite, but that's a pretty good little living for the people at Niantic. I believe so. Look at me with a memory. We love our e-scooters. We keep talking about those. Lime. I actually saw them downtown. Yeah? I about got ran over by a guy on one. (laughs) You didn't hop on one? Well, 
I stood on one that was parked, but I didn't pay the <laughs> didn't dollar. Didn't want to pay a dollar to try <laughs> one out. Smart. So Lime has issued, and listener Jared actually said he saw this on the local news, which I was watching at the same time and missed the story. I saw it again later. Lime has issued a global recall of one of its models of scooters saying that with repeated abuse, it can fall apart. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Which we're going to have a – I told Jared we're going to have a lot of product recalls if, uh, <laughs> if they have the to standard. recall it because it breaks after repeated abuse. But Yeah, this lamp. You know, I was throwing it against the wall and it broke. Yeah. So give me my recall. money back. <laughs> I'm suing. Uh, but yeah, they had a, a model that was faulty. They had some pictures where it just kind of looked like it broke kind of at the bottom of the the – where the – Base meets the uh, the handle, the handle, little stem part. Yes, uh, so they they have a newer model, and I we talked a while back about that. Uh, I believe it was Lime that had some newer, more rugged models coming out, and mm-hmm. it was probably in response to this. So I then think make- here, I think here in Portland, the trial uh, is either coming up very soon because it was just a trial run for the scooters. So they might be going away for the winter, which is smart. Yeah, um, I think they need to make them waterproof. Yes, for all the ones sitting in the river. Yep. Uh, other e-scooter news that I found kind of interesting: Ford, Ford Motor Company is buying e-scooter company Spin. They're going to lose so much money on this deal. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's one of these things that we see time and time again with all these major companies, especially long-standing ones, looking to diversify so that they can stay up with things. Because I think. Uber has a scooter company and Lip. They are all kind of getting into the scooter business because it's the big thing right now. We'll see how right. it pans out over time. But they're going to use the technology to make better electric vehicles. Yes. So the F one fifty and the spin scooters will be using the same. You could just pick up an F one fifty off the corner, which is actually genius because well, everybody needs to borrow a truck. Well, if you have the truck. Um, you can buy it, and it comes with a free scooter in the back. Oh, there you go. It's just it's part of the truck. Yes, I was. I went to a Blazer game last week, and there was a bunch of scooters around. Because I was saying on the way there with my buddy Patrick, I completely forgot until now as we're sitting in traffic that I thought it would be great just to go park somewhere where there's a scooter, ride the scooters mm-hmm. to the game, and then you'd have to find a scooter after the it's game like to taking get the back max. to your car. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, but uh, we saw a couple. A minivan and a truck that were going around picking them up to charge, and mm-hmm. then you get paid if you charge them up. So some guy had this truck just loaded with like 30 scooters. So, yeah, the e-scooter thing, we'll see. Uh, obviously, here in the Portland area, wintertime and the trial's over, so we'll see if they come back in the spring. But they seem to be pretty successful, and people like using them, in, mm-hmm. especially in cities where the weather's a little nicer than it is here right now. Yep. Uh, did you do anything special for Singles Day? Um, hmm. I'm, I'm thinking no. <laughs> no. What? What? <laughs> What's singles day? Exactly. Uh, 11, 11, one, 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 one. Yeah. Is uh, Veterans day. day to, uh, celebrate the armistice armistice. How do you say that? Yes. Of world war two, world war one, world war one. Yes. Yes, that is correct. November 11th, uh, 11 a.m. 11 minutes after. Is that what you're talking about? Well, close. Uh, China does not celebrate our Veterans Day. No. What? <laughs> yes. But we're Americans. <laughs> yes. So they have Singles Day. So Alibaba, which is a uh, huge, it's like the Amazon, the, the King eBay, Walmart, yes, uh, service in China. It's a huge site. You can use it here in the U.S. You can buy whatever. They do a Singles Day, much like Amazon Prime Day. Uh 
they sold almost $31 billion, with a B, okay. worth of goods during the single day's event. I think a, they did like a, a couple billion in the first like couple minutes of these sales. That's like iPhone money right there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Serious. Uh, so it's pretty crazy. I, I need to get back on Alibaba and look around for some. You can buy a lot of things. Like I'm always scared. I yeah. just, anything that's not Amazon, I'm just frightened I of. Know. I don't like eBay. Craigslist is sketchy. Facebook Marketplace. I mean, these are not like legitimate sales. Yeah, buying signs. used stuff. Yeah, but like Alibaba, I'm just scared. I'm yeah. like... Someone's going to steal my money and come to my house and punch me. Yeah. You really have to look at the holistic cost of uh, if it's going to be worth it. Because with Alibaba, you, it's usually coming out of China. So you have to wait. It might be a couple weeks before you get something. It might I, not be the quality that you're expecting. It's usually There's a lot of knockoff stuff because famously China has some uh, pretty loose copyright and yeah. trademark. There was a related story. I saw an image online last night of a guy who bought a super cheap uh, SSD from China, oh, yeah. and it was the case, and he, it opened it up, and there were a couple bolts and nuts hot glued inside of there and with a thumb drive stuck into a interface that went out the side. Nice. <laughs> that was his SSD. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so be careful when you're shopping on Alibaba, but apparently a lot of people in China trust it because they spend a lot of money. Yeah. You know what else people trust? Dave's Pro Tip of the Week. They do. I hope that they do. And this one's, this one's man, the more that we do this, it's har- becoming harder and harder to find like true tips and tricks. But I came across one that I did not know. Wow. And I'm curious, Nate, if you knew this. This is an iOS only uh, tip. If you're in a word processing application or something like, let's say, Notes, because it'll work best with with the Apple branded applications, but it's a system-wide function. You know, we talked about how you can move the cursor around oh, and yeah. do different things. Well, did you know that you could move entire words around? I believe I just saw this within the last day, probably the same place you did on yeah. Reddit or Twitter or yeah. something, and I was mystified. Yes, and it's a, it's a little bit like many things on the iPad or the iPhone. It's, it's hard to evoke it sometimes. Mm. You kind of have to do some finger gymnastics. So what you want to do is you take uh, a block of text and it has a word here. I have a word that says, or a sentence that says nine voice lines. I just opened up a random note. Well, I can click on the word lines in my text and it uh, puts the cursor there. If I click again on the, the word and kind of hold, it gives me a menu and I can select so now the word lines is selected. And there's a couple other ways to do this, but you want the word to be selected. Now, on the selected word, if you press and hold, it will turn into kind of a bubble. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it pulls that word into a bubble, and you can move the word around and insert it wherever you want to insert it. So your mileage may vary on older devices. Um, for example, I'm trying it here on my iPad 2, and it doesn't seem to be working quite right. But on my new iPhone 10R, it works fine. Um, I thought it worked for all iOS 12 devices. But I think there must be a hardware limitation at some point because it's not working on my old, old iPad. But give it a try. Highlight a word. 
press and touch the word, and then you can move the word around if you've placed it in the wrong place in your sentence or your paragraph. And that's the tip of the week. I like it. Yeah, famously, we didn't even get copy and paste for a long time on the iPhone, so it's come a long way because yeah. that's one of the tough things without a mouse mm-hmm. or a trackpad that we're used to is moving text around. So that is very Helpful. Uh, let's move on to the five takes of the week. Some of the biggest tech stories that we thought were actually pertinent to people that mm-hmm. are listening um, and not just people inside the tech bubble. Uh, the first one so I added, Samsung kind of unveils a foldable smartphone that fits in your pocket. So Samsung was having their d- big developer conference this week. Yeah. All these people come in and on the stage, they turn off all the lights and the guy <laughs> pulls out a device that's kind of in this secretive case type enclosure and he is able it's got a screen on the front but then you can open it for double screens for a foldable screen and we've been hearing about foldable smartphones these new screens that are coming out did you get a chance to see this dave i did not i'm trying to load it up now it probably won't load up but um i've seen stuff like this before i saw i've seen some still images of this event my concern is is after repeated opening and closing does it the screen does it last how many times can you open and close it before it starts getting artifacts or breaking stuff or yeah well and they the one thing that was pointed out and i think somebody maybe got to get a better look at it that they turned all the lights off and had it in this enclosure and somebody was saying that there is like a kind of a line down the middle of the screen Mm, no good now i've heard some discussions on what people think about this. I just don't think, I think it's going to have to be too bulky. It's not going to like an iPhone, my iPhone tennis max. Yeah. The screen is plenty big on this thing. It's pretty big. Uh, another problem is if you were like, Oh, I'll use my phone normally and then I'll fold it open to watch movies. Well, when you fold it open, it's going to be a square screen. So you're not going to be able, you're either going to have big bars across the top or have to watch a movie in square. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that, Somebody it's, was saying that for older people or people with poorer vision that it might be better. Again, I think the phones that we're currently using are plenty big. You can change the text size if you need bigger text. Well, we're even making small phones, right, for our big phones. Yeah. So th- they're probably big enough. Or you can buy a, a, a nice small tablet. I'm yeah. using the, the Mini 2 in front of me right now, but Samsung and LG and Amazon. practically everyone makes 7, 10, 12-inch tablets yeah. that – are fine. So I don't know, these foldable screens, we'll see. Yeah. And Google also announced that they're putting some stuff into Android as far as, you know, kind of specs and requirements and APIs for these foldable screens. So mm-hmm. it's going to be something we're going to see next year, but I think it'll be go the way of the 3D TV. I think it's um, solving a problem that nobody has right. or uh, something that's not really a problem, which right. we see too often. Hey, Dave, have you been keeping up on your copyright and your right to fix laws? I sure have. The uh, the farmer in me. The farmer, it. yeah, we have talked about the, the John Deere is kind of where this all started. They famously, their tractors have specialized software and stuff so that you can't work on it yourself. And for some people uh, in farmland, it's hard to get their John Deere's worked on. So yeah. there's been a lot of legislation, a lot of attempts to change this. Other people are wanting to be able to fix their own computers or phones mm-hmm. and be able to do all this stuff. Well, they finally, in, here in the United States, uh, revised some of those copyright laws. Most of it's pretty boring and 
I don't think I will probably ever use any of this, um, but it does update some of the copyright laws of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which yeah. I don't know if people have noticed, but since the millennium, technology has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember what you were using in the technology realm in the year 2000, uh, we were worried about uh, Y2K at that point yeah. on our old beige PCs. Uh. I don't, um, I don't we miss barely had cell phones. So one of the th- big things is you can unlock new phones. That's right. a big one so that it won't be locked to a specific carrier. A lot of the new phones are built to work on multiple carriers. You can jailbreak Amazon Echoes, which I don't know why people would want to be doing a lot of hacking and letting third parties go willy-nilly on listening devices in their homes. We have enough yeah. trust issues already. <laughs> Um, yeah, but now you can do it. You can repair home uh, components and devices. So sometimes the manufacturers lock you out of the ecosystem and make it illegal for you to tamper or hack with any of the software or hardware. And, and now that's available to do. You can do yeah, that now. Which is great if they like go out of business. If it's some smaller company, they go out of business yeah. and then you can't do updates. Somebody could take that over and do open source security yeah. updates or something like that. Right. But land vehicle software, that's where (laughs) the tractors tractors come in. Yeah, combines. Um, And you can hire someone to do these repairs for you. So it's it's a big deal. It won't affect most of us, but it does – it is good to see that we can update some laws to adjust to the technology. Yeah. We seem to be very slow in getting that done. It prevents the large computer software and hardware manufacturers from taking advantage of consumers yes. and extracting large sums of money from them for things that they could be otherwise doing themselves. Our next story, this is one that you found, the uh, the Yongnow YN450, number one on everybody's Christmas list. Tell us about the Yongnow YN450. Yes. Why this is in the category of why didn't this exist before? I I know for a fact that I have talked about this. Yeah. Everyone uses their smartphones to take pictures these yes. days because they don't want to carry around a large digital SLR. And there are a couple of reasons for that. One, they're big. Mm-hmm. And you have to do a bunch of crap after you take a picture, like take the SD card out, put it in your computer, suck it in the Lightroom, whatever. I want to put it on Instagram. Oh, there's no Instagram app. Put it back on your phone. I yeah. mean, it's just nobody wants to do that stuff. No. So let's marry the two together. Let's make a digital SLR camera that basically has a smartphone built into it. And I think there have been a couple other attempts over the years, yes. but I came across Young Now's uh, camera. Uh, has a five-inch display on the back where like the main camera body would be. It's just a giant Android tablet. Yeah. yeah. You can hook it to the internet. You can run apps. You can do all this stuff. And on the front is a giant digital SLR camera lens. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And I think it uses Canon lenses, which yeah. is pretty much the standard. Uh, you and I have both been using some different uh, DSLRs mm-hmm. recently, trying some different ones out. And uh, you know, Sony's got their software, Canon's got their software, mm-hmm. uh, Pentax, but everybody, there's all these different brands and they build their own software that is yeah. usually clunky. And if it has a touch screen, it's not great. So why not use Android? People pay will pay a lot of money for a DSLR. Why mm-hmm. not build in Android, have all those apps, have 
all yep. the capabilities of your smartphone, but be able to use the lenses that yeah. is the one reason you kind of need to still use a DSLR. You're right. All those manufacturers are so stuck on their proprietary software and, and built-in application type stuff with their menuing system. I l- would love to live in a world where I can buy this camera and put any flavor of camera type software I want yeah. on it. Do I want the interface to look like and work like a Canon or a Sony or a Fujitsu, yeah. um, Olympus, whatever, whatever I'm used to, I could set up a screen and my camera would work that way. Yeah. And if I'm tired of it, I can go get another operating system put on there or another application. I just think it's it's long past time. Like yeah. this should have been existing a long time ago. Yeah. But, and there, there's been rumors over the years that Apple has thought about, and I'm sure they've tried out doing something similar, which obviously we would prefer if you could buy yeah. basically a combination of an iPhone and a DSLR mm-hmm. uh, for doing that higher end stuff you need to do. Or one that's dockable where yeah. you just slide your phone into the back of it and it turns it into the brains of your digital SLR yeah. camera. Yeah, kind of like what we talked about with Tyler last week, that Kickstarter, but that one yeah. didn't affect the lenses. It just gave you a better usability. So if it yeah. was something like that where you could actually have a better camera system right than the iphone built-in one which the built-in ones are great on you know the flagship phones but Mm -hmm. to be able to have that added functionality uh using a dslr as much as i preach that you should use your phone for all photos Mm -hmm. uh there are a lot of good use cases yeah not for for all photos for most photos yes amazon this is kind of big news they inked a new deal to sell new Apple products like the mm-hmm. 10R, the 10S, and the iPad Pro, so the latest Apple devices through Apple on Amazon, uh, which is great. They've famously kind of been. They haven't. They still are not going to sell the Apple TV because it's a direct competitor to their Fire, fire devices. Yeah. But I think they realize the iPad Pro is not a competition with their Fire <laughs> tablets because uh, it's a different market. Different fifty dollars versus three hundred and thirty dollars. Yes. So I I think this is great. I also did see that part of this deal is that Apple has said that they're not going to let Amazon sell like third party refurbished stuff. Yeah. Which, can have varying degrees of quality. And I've, I've read reviews sometimes from, they're like, oh, I bought this Apple laptop from this, it said it from Apple, but it's not from Apple. No. It's like a refurbished one that's got dents or cat Somebody hair on it or something. refurbished in their mom's basement yeah. and decide to sell on Amazon. So Right. It's going to get rid of all those sketchy things. Yeah. And, uh, and the reason Amazon wants to do it is because they get a cut. Yeah, and and the mean, reason Apple doesn't ever want to do it is because they don't want to pay that cut. Yes. So they've came to, they have come to an agreement at this point. So we'll see how far this goes. Yeah. Uh, another story related to Amazon. And I will quickly note, we are Amazon affiliates. It's mm-hmm. uh, how we a big part of how we support the Not Nerd podcast and Empire. And if you go, all you have to do is any of the links in our show notes to Amazon, or if you go to amazon.notnerd.com, it'll redirect you. You can use the Smile program that we talked about. And what just do your normal shipping on Amazon doesn't cost you anything, but we get a little bit of a kickback mm-hmm. uh, to us. We get a couple percentage points that just brings in some income. So it's an easy way to help us out. And I don't know how many, I would love to know how many of our listeners don't pay for Amazon Prime. I have a feeling that we have convinced most of you that Amazon Prime, the holistic cost is definitely worth it. Right. Uh, But this 
there is a lot of competition going on kind of obviously in the e-commerce world, but through the big three, Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Mm-hmm. And I've got an article uh, in the show notes talking about that this holiday season, all three of them are offering free shipping. So Amazon, wow. it used to be if you spent like over $25, you could get free shipping. It wasn't always as good as Prime, mm-hmm. but they're they're wiping that out because the big three are really competing to get as much shopping done as possible through. And we've got Black Friday coming up. There's going to be a lot of deals there. But this is a place where competition is great for us because I don't know how people feel about going out and shopping around the holidays. Uh, But if you can plan ahead like a couple weeks, people are saying that if you want stuff to be delivered by Christmas, pay attention when you're ordering it to make sure they don't say any delays. Mm -hmm. But also... Try to get it done early December because if you think, oh, well, I get, I have Prime. I get two-day free shipping. Once it gets close to Christmas, that All goes bets out are the off. window. Uh, so it's it's hopeless during the holidays. This is true. I actually went in there one time. It was I think it was Black Friday, you know, because I'm an idiot. I go into Walmart on a Black Friday, and I just want to pick up, like, one thing. Yeah. And I, I go to the area, and the guy's, like, pointing. I'm like, I, I'm not... I'm not getting any sales or black TVs or yeah. whatever. I just want the thing. Nope, you have to wait in line. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. There are 400 people in line. Yeah. I have to wait behind all these <laughs> jackballs. Yep. Uh, it was crazy. Plan ahead. Security story of the week. DJI, our drone maker and my little gimbal maker, their website and app exposed accounts to hackers. What? Um, That doesn't make me happy. No, but it sounds like it was to drone live feeds. So somehow they could get access to drone live feeds, which really at any given time, how many drones are flying and how sensitive is that information? Well, I mean, ideally they'd be flying in public areas regardless and not breaking privacy laws. Yeah. So you would think, so they're, you know, maybe they got, saw something they shouldn't have, but DJI has fixed it and they are the industry leader. Um, and they do have a lot of features for sharing live feeds, for doing all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So they found a breach and they fi- they fixed it. <laughs> I love the picture in the article. Yes. It's a DJI drone just slamming into the face of a test dummy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not quite sure why that uh, maybe it. Let, maybe they could gain control of the drones. That would be a little more dangerous <laughs> Fly into if you want to be faces. nefarious. Uh, that yeah, would... check that out in the show notes. Um, that could leave a mark. Our bonus odd take of the week is titled, Why Are Humans Suddenly Getting Better at Tetris? Now, Dave, I don't know about you, but I have some extremely fond memories of playing Tetris on my original Game Boy the amount, mm-hmm. and I got pretty good. I mean, the black and white screen, yeah. Tetris, just a simple, classic, all-time game. But there's these people that are competitive at it. I actually, we had a buddy, Dustin. Mm-hmm. That guy was amazing at Tetris. Watching him play was just mesmerizing the way he could just flow through the game. I'm going to go on record here. I'm not proud of this. I suck at Tetris. Yeah. My wife, however, is pretty good. Yeah. I'm terrible. And it... It gets me anxiety, and I just turn it off. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I, I'm not as big into those games. Yeah, once you get up to a le- around level 100, and it's moving super fast. <laughs> 100? Just, they have 100 levels? Yes. I'm like on level four. Uh, we actually used to have a leaderboard in my bachelor pad. Um, <laughs> of I had the original Nintendo, and we would play different games. And yeah. Dustin got to level like 181 or something like that. Dang. It was amazing. Yeah, you get into this flow. But anyway, yes. what's this article about? So it's basically talking about a bigger thing. All this competitive gaming and everything, 
there's communities online where these guys are basically getting each other making each other better it's yeah. kind of like marathon runners anything like this pointers where, and tips yeah and- they can they can work together to really get better at things um so it's not as much about tetris but just a very interesting article talking about how kind of the hive mind they can really spur each other on it's uh adam it's- carolla always talks about you know tony hawk was the first one to do the 900 on his skateboard yeah and it was like this amazing thing well now every 14 year old kid can do 900 because they know it can be done yeah there are societal implications for this type of thing it's like if we work together instead of fighting one another we can accomplish great things yeah yeah kind of like the copyright laws we can find a place where this becomes better eventually yeah we just don't get to see that a lot (laughs) no Uh, that's not what we hear about when we hear social media in the internet we hear the the bad like people uh, hacking into drones and running them into test dummies so something that is a great result of the hive mind Mm -hmm. our picks of the week week. week. all right do you and i uh, constitute a hive. Yes. Well, with our listeners and oh, okay. the ongoing, we're yeah. helping them. They help others and our occasional guests and whatever. So I finally uh, bit the bullet, Nate. Yes. I got a home security camera. Yeah. And I've been kind of going back and forth. I did a little research, as you are aware, and I couldn't get into any of these systems for under two hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you got to buy the camera and the controller and this thing, and it's a monthly subscription and all this hogwash. I'm like, I just want a camera. Yeah. And so you had found this product a long time ago, and I don't think you ever bought one. But no, the WiseCam, W-Y-Z-E, they were a market disruptor by offering a home security camera for 20 bucks. Yeah. You could buy this thing. They have since released a new model called their, their WiseCam Pan. It allow you through the software to tilt and move the camera around. So if you're at home and it's like, oh, I want to see what's happening over there, you can turn the camera. Or you can put it on some security uh, features where it'll kind of scan the room. Anyway, I picked one of these up. It was around $35 shipped. Came to my home. Very simple packaging. Opened it up. Followed the instructions. Hooked it up to my phone. And I couldn't be happier. Nice. It does exactly what I wanted it to do. Yeah. I was concerned about getting power to it, but I figured that out. Um, so right now it's sitting above my garage door, pointing at my driveway and kind of my porch area, so that if someone comes and steals a package from my porch, I can see that. If someone breaks into my car in the middle of the night, I can see that. You know, whatever. If if somebody robs a house down the road and runs by my house, I can get that and give that to the police. It comes with an onboard SD card that you can put up to, I don't know, probably 128 gigabytes of storage on there. Uh, And it'll store local copies. And it also gives you online access to that storage. Uh, I think it's great. Nice. It's perfect. If so if you're looking for a home security camera, the WiseCam W Y Z E, you can find them on Amazon or on their website. Yeah. Yeah, and I talked about it back way back episode 132 in June and I said I'm mad because I had already bought a couple of cheapo weird hard to use cameras yeah. so I didn't need to buy and I don't even have them set up but just <laughs> I was like if I needed something, I but, would get one of these. So it's good to hear it works. In a child's room for like a baby monitor? Yeah. Perfect. You yeah. just point it right at there. And it's it's got uh, audio capability. Yeah. So you could turn that on and just leave your phone on a dock or a tablet or anything that's connected to it. So if, if you have a tablet and you want a security camera for your baby, buy a $20 Wise Cam and hook yeah. it up. 
It's yeah. great. No, great little product, and they were really disrupting the market because you and I looked at Best Buy one day, and it, yeah. it is. It's $200 for everything for these for super minimum. crazy things. Yeah, yeah. that's and just to get the one camera. Uh, no, yeah. most people will not need those, uh, but it's what gets a lot of marketing dollars behind it. So check those out. Well, my pick is kind of related. Uh, we just got up on the website an article by Chelsea, a review. We When she was on the podcast, she talked about the two different – we talked about the two different postcard apps. Yep. Well, we actually ordered the <laughs> postcards, and she wrote up a little review, and then I sat on it for weeks and weeks and weeks. So yeah. it's actually on the website now. You can go see uh, the comparison of the two postcard apps. We have some pictures of the ones we ordered. Mm-hmm. Uh, really slick. I really love the idea. So go check that out. I'll have a link in the show notes. Mine is another app that I found, and it's called Free Prints. Hmm. What What does this app do? It uh, will take your fingerprints for free. <laughs> no, it's better than that. <laughs> it's better than that. So My heard, phone will do that. Yeah. Well, it used to. I think I heard about it on a podcast. It was somebody's pick that they made. Uh, you download the app, mm-hmm. and just go, it's iOS and Android. You get it. And what it will do each month, you can order up to 85 4x6 prints. And guess what the price is? $12? Free. What? You pay a dollar ninety nine for shipping. It's in the name. It's in the name. And I think we've talked about some of these photo services before. We might have even mentioned this. I didn't f- find it in any of our show notes. But free prints. So each month you can load up eighty five photos. Now, one of their stipulations, you can't do eighty five of the same photo because they don't just don't want you kind of gaming the system. Yeah. But you can order more prints. And larger sizes up to like a you know twenty by thirty inch size. That's where you'll pay a little bit more. So that it's a loss leader for them to yes. give you the eighty five. Eighty five is a big number. Eighty five is a I big was number. Like ten maybe. But yeah. No. And one of the things with all these pictures we take on our phone, we don't. Most of them we don't do anything with. So I went through, and here's a pro tip: just sign up for the service, put in your email, all that. And just let it sit there for a while, and they'll say, hey, we'd send you an email, which many services will do this. They'll send mm-hmm. sent me an email that said, hey, we'll give you eight prints with free shipping to try out our service. We think you'll like it that much. Hmm. So I went in, picked a couple pictures of my daughter, a couple other ones, ordered them up, and they said it would take about a week for the you know, standard shipping. You can also get them faster. So I ordered the eight prints, and then they sent me an email a couple of days, hey, we were able to get your order sooner. There was the one service that was going to be this big one where it was these super quality prints and you got in the queue on the app and it was like 2,000 people. (laughs) I never made it to the front of the queue to get any free prints. So this one's a little different. They also have a photo book app where you can get like a free little photo book, which would be fun for kids just to have some pictures of themselves. But yeah, so I did the free eight ones. I haven't done more yet, but I'm sure my... My wife loves – she actually makes greeting cards. Mm. She prints off these beautiful floral or waterfall or pictures she takes and makes glues them on card. and makes little greeting cards, which everybody loves, you know, a special card for birthdays or yeah. events like that. So uh, free prints, iOS or Android, get on there. You can do the 85 up to 1000 a year for just paying $2 for the shipping. Now, uh, point, of, point of order, point of clarification – if I order one picture, it's a one ninety nine or eighty five. It's one ninety nine. Yes. Okay. So that would probably you're gonna. It's gonna be tough to order eighty five pictures. Yeah, it is. That's gonna be a lot of photo books, but uh, or a lot of 
photo albums to put 85 pictures in Especially or picture frames. since I can't do the same picture of your face with your mustache. Yes. I would want like 85 of those. Well, you just do a burst mode and then do a flip book of 150 oh, pictures of my face, hmm. uh, which maybe we'll offer that as a special <laughs> to our listeners. If you have pest That'll be a uh, Patreon benefit. Speaking of which, go check out the Patreon. We have created some different tiers Patreon's a very easy way to, in, like Amazon, where you just shop at Amazon. But this way, you can set up to donate on a monthly basis. You could do $1, whatever, yeah. and it sends it to us. But we have some higher tiers that you can read through and see. And you can support us and get great stuff. And it just helps us help you. So we love yeah. it. No new iTunes reviews this week. Please subscribe to the podcast. Go into iTunes. Leave a review. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be genius. But they all are because our listeners yeah, are geniuses. That's true. Yeah, I think that's the, the, the entry, the barrier to entry there is that everyone is so clever yeah. and they don't want to take time to write this huge review, which is going to be awesome. You don't have to. No. Mark some stars on there and say, great to listen to. Yep. Boom. Yeah, and that's then it. we'll read it on the podcast. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. We hope that we gave you some great tips. Share it with a friend. If you, everybody knows someone that could use technology in a better way, and mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do and understand technology. I'm sure everybody heard about these foldable phones this week and trying to make a little sense of like what that why? actually means. Amazon and the free shipping stuff coming up for the holidays. We try to find the stuff that's going to be helpful and applicable to your daily lives. So now get out there and tech better. Free shipping on your first order. Oh, for your first order. Too hot. Hot Coolio song. What's a Coolio song? Too hot. Too hot. Too pack. Too pock. Yes, that is one. Too pock. Too pock to rock. Too pock. Too pock to rock. Hit it. That would be too legit to quit. <laughs>